Mr. Monroe. Oh, good morning. Merry Christmas to you, Mr. Monroe. What? Yes, indeed. Merry Christmas to you, too. Sure enjoyed your cartoons and your writing this year. That stuff of yours gets better all the time. Yes, sir. Thank you. One of the first signs that Christmas is upon us is when your basic garden variety milkman barely civil for 50 weeks of the year becomes a fawning hypocrite, a milk-bearing Uriah Heap. A sudden expert literary critic, founder of the John Monroe Fan Clubs of America. <laughs> yes, sir, Christmas is at our throats again. Not that I have anything against Christmas or what it stands for. You can prove it by buying our daughter Lydia a present. Get some money off my dresser and buy her a gift. That's cowardly, John. Cowardly. I've never denied that. This is my world. And welcome to it. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Hi, this is Bobby Hall, and you're listening to TV Confidential. We're talking to Bob Leshek. Bob is the author of Single Season Sitcoms, a complete guide to notable comedy series from the first 30 years of television that, for one reason or another, lasted only one season. Bob's book features interviews with many of your favorite television actors, such as um, uh, Dick Gaudier, uh, Lee Merriweather, Ron Masek, also behind-the-scenes people such as Ron Dante uh, and, and, and Monty Hall. Monty Hall uh, from daytime television also had a hand in at least one uh, primetime show that Bob writes about in single-season sitcoms. You can find single-season sitcoms at mcfarlandpub.com, amazon.com, and wherever books are sold online. We mentioned Monty Hall. Uh, Monty Hall is one of two Producers known for daytime television who are featured in your book, Single Season Sitcoms. Yeah, he had a, a premise for a show called, he, his original idea was The Prime of Life, it was going to be called. And it was about two aging, an aging couple who, now that their kids were out of the house and they were about to retire, they, they could, you know, enjoy retirement and, and just kind of kick back. And then everything, uh, something hits the fan and their kids move back in with them and suddenly they have in-laws moving in and all of their plans just go awry. And the original star of that show, Prime of Life, which was a Monty Hall production and idea, was to be William Wyndham. And, well, they uh, did a pilot and I've never seen the pilot. I would love to see it with William Wyndham. Uh, it's supposed to be great. William was great to work with. But they brought it to NBC, and at the time, they were looking for a vehicle for McLean Stevenson, who just went from show to show to show to show after MASH and, and just couldn't connect. And NBC gave Monty Hall the ultimatum, either you put McLean Stevenson as the star of this show, or we're, we're just not going to do it. 
and so he was up against the wall. He had to do it, and McLean was rather difficult to work with. <laughs> he fired the entire staff, McLean did, and they started fresh. So it was never quite the same show, never had the same chemistry and the magic as that pilot. And Monty Hall really goes into it. It's a, it's a fascinating couple of pages there in the book. Which you can read about in Bob's book, Single Season Sitcoms, 1948-1979, uh, which you can find at Amazon.com, BarnesandNoble.com, McFarlandPub.com, and wherever books are sold online. Now, uh, two things. One is um, talking about the McLean-Stevenson show in particular and McLean-Stevenson in general. We're talking about how some... Actors, we, we see them as second bananas. They see themselves as stars, but they're not able to be uh, successful as as top banana. They're better off as second bananas. That's number one. Certainly the case with McLean Stevenson. But also, you talk about Monty Hall. That happens a lot of times. Um, that, that happens a lot of times in television. I know Roy Huggins told me uh, this, when he was doing uh, City of Angels, which is uh, which aired around the same time as the McLean Stevenson show on NBC, he was faced with a similar situation in that Universal had signed a deal. Uh, either, either Universal had signed N- uh, Wayne Rogers or NBC had signed Wayne Rogers, and basically Roy was told you've got to put Wayne in this show. And it was not a, if if it, if it was up to Roy, he would have cast another actor. And it sounds like Monty had the same thing with McLean Stevenson. Yeah, it's too bad that happened because it probably would have caught on with the original idea and uh, I, I, it probably took away from the chemistry of the the original premise of the show and uh, that's just too bad that that happens. But that's that's television. That's the nature of the business. That is the nature of the business. Of course, uh, as long as we're talking about single season sitcoms and William Wyndon, um, one of the shows that I certainly remember growing up because I believe it aired on the same night that I Dream a Genie aired when it was originally on NBC, that would be William Wyndon, My World, and Welcome to It. Great show. Uh, you know, I didn't appreciate it when I was a kid. I guess I was about eight or nine years old when it was on prime time on Monday nights on NBC. But watching it now, it was a wonderful series, and of course, based on the works of James Thurber. And just brilliantly put together. A couple of episodes really stand out in my mind, especially the one about the dog, Christabel, which which I think was definitely Emmy-worthy. <laughs> and William Wyndham did win an Emmy in that failed show, which they almost brought back for a second season, but it was a cost-cutting thing that, yeah. that uh, led them not bringing it back because the animation from uh, Fritz Freeland and uh, David McPatty was, was so expensive they said you know it's not really worth it we're not going to make our money back and they they canceled it for good after one season even though a lot of people wrote in saying bring the show back it's wonderful and it was fritz freeling he was the guy behind the pink panther correct pink panther and a lot of the bugs bunnies and sure all those warner brothers cartoons you know it's 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 interesting you know sometimes a show just doesn't catch on because it's ahead of its time um you know, you have the blending of live action and animation, and yes, uh, with with my world and, and welcome to it, and yes, it is it is you know costly to put together. In television, you always got to factor in budgets and the production schedules and getting it done as quickly as you can in order to meet air dates. But fast forward twenty years, uh, let's say when with Roger Rabbit, 
which is uh, you know live action in animation, and then throughout the 90s and, and 2000s, where you can blend the two forms all the time, but you couldn't do that on a practical basis in network television in the late 1960s. And one of the other problems with My World and Welcome to It was that it was on at 7.30, mm-hmm. and it was really geared as a kid's show, but it really wasn't. It was much more adult-oriented, uh, and uh, that's why I appreciate it so much more now. Well, not not saying that I've actually become an adult. Well, I hear, I hear you. I hear you. <laughs> I hear you. I think they were gearing it for children, and it was just over kids' heads. I know it was uh, for me when I was a kid back in 1969 when it debuted. This portion of TV Confidential is brought to us by our friends at Front Porch Realty Group the community of realtors in the Northern Bay area of California that is committed to finding the solution that is best for their clients. Whether you're a first-time home buyer or looking to sell or lease your property in Northern California, call 415-886-7411 or visit frontporchrealtygroup.com for more information on how they can help you. Be part of our conversation. If you like what you hear, have thoughts on this week's program, or have an idea for a future edition of TV Confidential, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at talk at tvconfidential.net, talk at tvconfidential.net. You can also message us at facebook.com forward slash tvconfidential, x.com forward slash tvconfidential, or at TV Confidential on Instagram. And if you're listening to us on the TV Confidential podcast, please be sure to hit the subscribe button. This portion of TV Confidential is brought to us by our friends at Front Porch Realty, the community of realtors in the Northern Bay area of California that is committed to finding the solution that is best for their clients. Whether you're a first-time home buyer or looking to sell or lease your property in Northern California, call Karen Strain at 415-886-7411. Or visit frontporchrealtygroup.com for more information on how they can help you.